Welcome to the Magnetic Photographer Podcast. I'm Sky Edmonds, portrait photographer of 19 years, photographer educator of 15 years, and intuitive business and life coach. I help heart-centered photographers expand their income and impact through nervous system regulation, energetics, somatic connection, and business strategy so that they can become the bold, visible face of their brand. Hello and welcome to the Magnetic Photographer Podcast. I am so glad you're here. So today we are coming in hot, and I do mean hot because holy July fry on the topic of being magnetic. This is the Magnetic Photographer Podcast, so I feel it's high time now that we are 20 plus episodes in to do an episode focusing in on magnetism as a business owner. We all love the idea of being a magnet when it comes to client attraction, drawing in people with our inner magic and our desirable services. My tagline for my brand, Magnetic Photographer, is hustle less, attract more. We love attraction around here. But there is another side to being magnetic, and it is something we should keep in mind when we are stepping into that magnetic vibe. You see, being magnetic is about attracting and repelling. To have one, you must have the other. They go hand in hand. Peanut butter and jelly, Thelma and Louise, Wendy's fries dipped in a frosty. Here's the truth. I'm not for everyone, and not only am I okay with that, it's a part of my business strategy. Not that I'm actively trying to repel people, no. My intention is to be my authentic self, and in that process, people will naturally step into and out of my life. This is why I don't get hung up when people unsubscribe from things like my e-newsletter. Throughout my years of teaching and coaching photographers, I'd hear them complain about losing subscribers every time they sent out an email. I bet they didn't send out many emails if they kept on focusing on that part. I don't see it as a personal rejection. Like 99% of what people do or say has nothing to do with you, everything to do with them. But my message or services, it just no longer aligns with them. Besides, vanity numbers are a trap. I have 117,000 followers on my Facebook business page, but I can't reach any of them or very few of them unless I want to pay through the notes. And I bet if Zuckerberg gave us one day to reach all of our followers, like the good old days of Facebook, a huge chunk of that number would get to step in once they heard what I actually had to say. My desire is to have my list full of people who are aligned with my message, or at least open to it. Now, I said aligned. I didn't say agree. I certainly don't require everyone to always agree with me. What's the fun in that? If every time you receive an email from me or from anyone you've once chosen to follow, when you see their name in your inbox and it feels like what I would assume petting a cat backwards would feel like, then remove them. I best serve my sole clientele by being me without apology. 
And I best serve non-clients or people who aren't feeling the vibe by freeing them to find the best photographer or coach for them. No hard feelings. No bye, Felicia. No bombastic side eye. I wish them well. Truly. One of the biggest mistakes photographers or any creative entrepreneur can make is to try to serve and to sell to everyone. I don't know about you, but I am not a something for everyone photographer, and I am not a something for everyone coach, and I'm okay with that. Actually, I'm not a something for everyone person. (laughs) Even with the podcast here, if you scroll through other photographer podcasts, you'll see that mine may be considered a, a little bit different than the majority. I don't do episodes like five tips to make your editing workflow better or learn how to automate systems to free up your time. Absolutely nothing, and I mean nothing wrong with those subjects being covered in a podcast, nor is anything wrong with those who deliver said podcasts or listen to them. It's just not what I or my podcast are here to do. Now, that phrase, are here to do. It's kind of why I'm here. I want to help photographers find their own, what am I here to do? And I love discussing the inner junk that often gets in their way of doing just that and gets in the way of them making a fuck ton of impact and money while they do it. I want my message to be narrow focused. I'm not looking to attract or serve everyone. Sounds a bit counterintuitive. I mean, why wouldn't a business want to serve as many people as possible? More money, right? First, I don't do this for money. The money is very good, yes, but I don't see money as scarce. So I know there are other ways I could make just as much money, maybe even more. But to serve more people, I would have to broaden my message. And to me, broaden my message is entrepreneur speak for water myself down. It would take the magic out of my message and make said message and myself entirely forgettable. F that. Next month, I'll officially be in my mid-40s. I don't mess around with playing small and watering myself down. If I'm too much, go find less. Are you with me? I once heard it said, in trying to reach everyone, you end up speaking to no one. I don't know about you, but I would rather be loved by a few than liked by many. Full stop. Okay, some of you may be like, hell yeah, Sky, I am right there with you. But let's look at your business, your life. Do you see evidence that you truly believe that? From a business perspective, where do you think people drop more money? On things they like? Or are they more willing to invest in things they love? I have my coaches and mentors that I invest in, and I almost don't care what they put out. I'm on it. Now, 
I do pride myself on being discerning and I don't consider myself anyone's fangirl. Not even you, Taylor Swift. Sorry, Tay Tay. So I always look at what they are serving up to be sure it aligns with my values and my current priorities. But I definitely have my people. I know many of my coaching clients complain that the market is oversaturated, and you may agree with that statement. Well, that's all the more reason to tap into your inner magic. Clear the junk holding you back, like imposter syndrome, procrastination, and overwhelm. I can help you with all that, by the way. And tap into your magnetic energy and attract the clients you are looking to serve. Clients are looking for brands unafraid to speak directly to them. This is the power of tuned-in messaging. They want to hear your voice loud and clear, and the people meant for you won't be repelled by what you offer. The problem is, for many of us, and yes, let me bring it back to that inner junk, that's my specialty after all, we get triggered when people, quote unquote, don't like us, don't choose us. So many of us are incapable of processing the emotions and feelings of someone not choosing us that we water ourselves down. We go into people-pleasing mode or we step into that needy, grabby energy and try to chase clients, even if it's just on a subconscious level. The subconscious runs 95% of your life. Don't forget that. If you're like, okay, Scott, what is needy, grabby energy? Go check out podcast episode number 18, as I did an episode specifically on this scarcity-based energy. We don't do scarcity around here. And as a reminder, that energy is science-based, not woo. And energy doesn't lie. Your clients know if you are on needy or grabby energy. I'll say it like this. Doing the inner work will make you magnetic AF and 3X, 5X, 10X or more your income. Yes, you make more money when you are not feeling like a fraud, like imposter syndrome will try to convince you of. You are more magnetic when you are not hiding your authentic self behind a mask that you learned to craft together when your mother first became critical of you at five years old. You make more income in your business when you are not busy sabotaging it. Most of it, again, on a subconscious level. But the results are still the same. You make more income when you stop feeling unworthy and undeserving. Let me ask you, how long will you be in your own way? When will enough be enough? Now, what I'm about to say may be very repelling to some of you. And I'm okay with that because it needs to be said. There is going to come a day very, very soon where my online course, Unseen to Unstoppable, will be selling so well that I'm going to have to hire on some people to help me manage it. In fact, I've already put a call out for a VA, virtual assistant, because any moment now, it's going to become too big for me. My nervous system loves to outsource. 
I wish to God I had access to something like this 20, 15, 10, hell, even five years ago. It would have saved me a ton of time and heartache. And I would have allowed in way more income. This course can take someone from feeling like a fraud to 10K months if they soaked it in and did the work and showed up for the monthly lives to take advantage of my coaching. My people are the ones who realize or are starting to realize that maybe they don't need another backdrop, a new lens, or a new Lightroom presets. They need to freaking value and love themselves enough to set boundaries, throat punch imposter syndrome, and finally step into the magnetic role as the visible face of their brand. That said, if you want to be magnetic and both attract and repel, you don't start with your clients. Things like finding out your client avatar or who are they and where do they shop? You start with you. What is your message? Your voice? What are you here to do? You are the leading energy of your business. When we don't start here, we have no foundation to build off of, no direction of where we wish to go, and then we end up going nowhere. Soon, five years have gone by, your nervous system is blown the hell out, your kids keep saying things like, oh, mommy's editing again, and you find yourself doing nothing but complaining about local cheap photographers who are messing up your business. Are you sure about that, my love? When it comes to my coaching clients or workshop students, I don't act like no one's mama. Y'all are grown. I don't chase after no one, making sure they show up to the live or do this or do that. Again, grown. <laughs> but I will act like that no regrets auntie who looks far younger than her age and loves you enough to tell you the truth, even if you roll your eyes. If you want to step into the role as a magnetic photographer, the first step to being magnetic is be yourself. Authenticity in a sea of fake is wildly magnetic. People are searching, searching for the real deal. Be that for your people. Your people. Unlike a real magnet where opposites attract, when it comes to people, like attracts like. So if you are struggling with that inner junk, what are you going to attract? Hmm, that could be its own podcast episode. And if you're like, I need to deal with the inner junk sky. I just don't know where to start. Or if I do start, I get overwhelmed and stop. I've got you. I have a six weeks course with a step-by-step -step framework for you to clear the inner junk and start being the magnetic you you were created to be all at your own pace. It's yours forever. Just slide on down to the show notes and click unseen to unstoppable. Boom. It's that easy. Remember, be you. They'll adjust. 
I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'd greatly appreciate it if you take a moment to leave a review or even share my podcast with any friends you feel would take something from the message here today. Sharing is caring. Until next time, thank you for listening to the Magnetic Photographer Podcast. Podcast.